It's Robin Marshall, Sugar Mom. You want to hear the most bizarre thing that happened to me? And this was a while ago. I went to a singles event. And it's not the kind of group that people try and pick up on you. At least you can only pray because they seem to be so much older than me. Some of them might be my age, but man, I'll tell you what, it's just a different mentality. And I don't, I just don't feel like I fit in. But it gives me a chance to get out of the house if I don't have a date or anything to do. And I'll go over and I'll say hello. And more often than not, I make my way across the room and I wind up on my own or I'll meet somebody that's not with the group. I'm an outgoing woman. I just don't have a problem with meeting people and talking. It doesn't mean I'm obnoxious about it, but you ought to try it sometime. Just go out by yourself and sit down and start a conversation with the guy right next to you or the woman, for that matter. See what it feels like to just talk. You'd be amazed at what you might have in common. Well, this particular time, there's a band playing. And I'm looking at this band, and I'm thinking, these guys and girl have got to be in their early 30s, and they're playing a room filled with people my age. They can't be happy, and yet, you know, they put on the show and they put on their faces all except for one guy, the bass player. Well, I have been on stage many, many times. I used to be a rock singer. I've given many speeches. I've been in front of people consulting, doing all kinds of stuff. So I know that when you're on a stage and the lights are shining on you, you really can't see the crowd on the outside. They can see you, but you can't really see their faces. So I make my way to the front of the room, and I'm watching the band because I think they're pretty good, considering where they are. And I look at the expression on the bass player's face, and he looks freaking miserable, like he's bouncing a little bit from side to side, no smile on his face at all, sort of looking around like he doesn't want to be there, never misses a note, you know, but you could tell. Then all of a sudden, as I'm watching, he starts to pick up his pace a little bit and he starts to give like a half a smile, like a smirk almost. And then I see that he's looking towards me, like in my direction, which of course we do when we're on stage. We look over somebody's head so that the person we're looking at thinks we're looking at them, but it keeps us trained to look like we're looking. You know what I mean? It makes somebody feel special, even though you're there not really looking at us. So he continues to look over my head, and he starts to dance a little bit more while he's playing, and he gets a little more animated, and I am so taken with this guy, I don't know what happened to me. Like he turned on a switch, some kind of switch, and I couldn't take my eyes off of him because it was almost like I was seeing a progression like something was happening to him that was making him become more animated and more of a showman. You know what I mean? And whatever was happening to him was lighting me up. And I look behind me just to see if maybe there's a woman standing behind me. Maybe it's his girlfriend. Maybe he can see up a little higher. There's nobody behind me. It's just me sitting there. And the song comes to an end and he takes the pick that he's playing with and he kisses it, and he throws it to me. I kid you not, I felt like I was 16 years old. First of all, 
the shock that I went through because, holy hell, he was watching me watch him. How did I know that he could really see my face? And, I mean, I was really looking at him. So I must have looked like I was panting or something. I don't know. But I picked up the pick, and I started to dance. The next song they played, I just was dancing by myself. (laughs) I couldn't help myself. He watches me, and he is smiling, and he's having as much fun watching me dance as I am having fun watching him play. Can you just picture this scene? He comes off the stage, and he starts to dance with me. He's got a long enough cord, and he gets behind me, and he puts his bass in front of me and puts his arm around me and the bass, and he's playing while I'm in between the guitar and him. I was dumbfounded. Like, I would have done something like that when I was 21, 25, but to just put myself out there like that, you have got to do this. It's the most liberating feeling in the world. But the problem was, I didn't want him to stop. You know, like, I just sort of dug my way back in there. (laughs) And he wasn't complaining, I could tell. And then he finally let go and and spun around so that he was facing me. And he's looking at me with those eyes. You know that look. I haven't seen that look in forever. That's when I started thinking to myself, maybe I should be dating younger men. Honest to God, because where did that look come from? And even more importantly, was he seeing me give that look back? Did I look like I was in lust? Because that's what I felt like. Oh, my God. God, to have that every day, I think I would rather live a shorter life and just know that I could have it for the next, oh, 30 days. (laughs) So I sat back down and they played another song and and he again is looking at me and he, he points at me and he continues to play. And this group that I was supposed to have joined, this social group, they're all watching this go on. And they're all like egging me on. Go, Robin. Go, Robin. Like idiots. Because I didn't need them for support. I was supporting myself pretty damn well, if you ask me. Honest to God, I had the time of my life. He came off the stage again. He danced with me some more. Everybody on the stage was, you know, sort of giggling and encouraging. And and it was just, oh, one of those nights that you just never forget. I felt like I was his groupie. And I'm the one that used to always be on stage and have groupies. Like these guys used to hang all over me when I would be a singer. And now here I am trying to be very subtle, but you can see, you have to be able to see the light in my eyes and the taste in my mouth. Oh, God. I'm embarrassed even admitting this, but it was the truth. Then they took a break and I decided to give him space. I went and I sat down a little bit further towards the bar so that he wouldn't feel crowded with me and have to come over and talk to me. I mean, it could have just been part of the show and him having fun, and that's just the way I am. He walks past, he goes into the men's room, he comes out with a drink, goes outside, and I think to myself, all right, so I should just enjoy what happened while it happened. And I watched him walk back in. And he walked over towards his band members and sat down with them and talked for a bit. I decided to go outside and get some air. And, you know, honestly, if I have to tell the truth, 
I was very disappointed. I felt like I had been jilted. Like I was 16 again and the guy stood me up. So that's what we get if we let our hair down and we take a shot and we have the time of our lives and it doesn't turn out the way we wanted it. The question is, was it worth it to do it or not? Because you wind up so disappointed in the end. I come back in and the band had started and he is over with that social group that I came to meet and he's walking through them playing his bass as they're sitting and mingling through the tables with his bass attached. And I know goddamn well that guy is looking for me. So I stood right in the middle of the dance floor and he sees me and he has this big smile on his face. That moment I said to myself, I don't care if this is for show or not. I am going to be with that guy one way or another. I'm going to figure this out. So he sort of glides back my way with dance steps and he does the same thing. Like he dances around me and he stands still and I dance in circles around him and he puts his bass in front of me again, and then I turn around unexpectedly, so we're face-to-face while he's playing. It was wonderful. Here's what I would suggest. You go, you watch a band, and you take one of the members, and you pull them off the stage, as long as it's not too high up in the air, and try it. What have you got to lose? Face? Who cares at this age? This is the time where we're supposed to have fun. That's what sugar moms do. After the whole thing was over, it was about 11.30, 12 o'clock. Honestly, I was tired, but I would have taken him in the bathroom if I had an opportunity, and I would have done it right then and there. No kidding. Now, how many men do you meet that you would say that about to a perfect stranger? Not that I'm calling you a stranger, but I mean, here I am fessing up to this I would have done it. I would have gone in the backseat of my car, and that is not a comfortable place. I walked outside. He was with his people after the show was over. And he looks at me and he goes, are you leaving? And I'm like giving him the opportunity to say, no, stay, please stay. And I said, yeah, I think so. And he comes over to me and he gives me a hug and he gives me a kiss. And he said, thank you so much for coming. He says, I had a lot of fun with you. Man, I wanted to take him by the hand and throw him in my trunk so I could take him home and just keep him for a little while like a puppy. You know? Oh, come on. There's a couple things I could have trained him to do. (laughs) But it was an experience, a lovely experience, more than hot. So hot that I wound up on YouTube today. I was looking through my things, and I have a channel. I believe it's called Robin Marshall Sugar Mom. And the thing is, I cannot for the life of me figure out what email that YouTube channel is attached to. I feel so mechanically challenged with YouTube, but it's there. If you can find me, Robin Marshall Sugar Mom, you'll see all the crazy shenanigans that I've done. But his band is one of the ones that I happened to stumble upon because I remembered that I wanted to look the band up before I went to the event that night. And here I sat as I saw this, and my mouth started watering. Again, just from looking at a video of this guy. I don't know what it is about him, but there is something. And that means that there's got to be somebody out there that is, for me, that's a little bit more age-appropriate. 
Because if I still have that spark and I still get that tingly, throw me on the ground now and do me kind of feeling from a total stranger in a band, there's got to be that guy out there for me. So I'm going to see him Friday night. (laughs) This will either be torture or pleasure. If he doesn't remember me, I will be devastated. And I'll let you know, if he does remember me, I am going to try and finagle a phone number out of him. I don't care if he's 35. I don't care. If he dies, he dies. (laughs) Oh, I'm not as bad as I make myself out to be. I'm just teasing, sort of. But I will try and get his phone number. I don't know what would come of it. Ha ha, pardon the pun. But what's wrong with staying in touch with somebody that really can motivate you to feel like that? Even via text. Call me crazy. It's not the first time, but I'm going and I'm going alone. I don't want a girlfriend with me. I don't want to be on a date. I don't even want to be with a guy who's a friend because it could be misleading. I'm just going by myself and I am going to sit and listen and dance and watch. And I'm excited to see him again. And he doesn't even know it. It's one of my bizarro things. That's all. But I mean, seriously. Have you ever had somebody that you are just infatuated with, whether they're real life or somebody on TV or someone you've seen speak at an event or a band member? I mean, I feel the same way about Steven Tyler. But if he walked in, there'd be not even two seconds before I'd say, let's go. Let's do it. Let's get it on. He is, to me, just so hot. And it's not because of the way he looks. There's just something about him. Do you have A person like that that does that to you? Like you start to sweat? Well, glisten. And you start to feel like your heart is sort of beating a little faster? If you haven't had that in a while, you need that, girl. You need that. Even men need to feel that. I mean, think about this. If you use the right voice, like if I were to talk to that boy, he's not a boy, but I'm just calling him a boy because he's cute. If I were just to whisper in his ear just one little thing that I would like to have happen with him, do you not think it might not make him take pause? I think that's really all I want, is to see the hesitation in his eyes and on his face, just to know that I can do it to him. Wouldn't that be just stunning? A moment in time that you want to freeze frame. The fact that you know that you still have what it takes to get this 35-year-old superstar who's playing in a club, but to you, he's your little superstar, to stop and look at you and wonder what it would be like to be with you? Oh, that's the highlight. That's the point I'm trying to make. It's not about necessarily doing it. It's letting your imagination run and passing it on to somebody else. If we can seduce somebody that's half of our age or a quarter of our age, do you know how powerful that is? My goodness, girl, you need to go give it a shot. I'm doing it this Friday. And I figure one of few things can happen. He can either do the same thing to somebody else, which will totally destroy me, or he'll not recognize me. 
or maybe he will and he'll do the same thing again. And finally, maybe we will be able to exchange phone numbers or just sit at the bar and have a great time while he's on a break. Wouldn't that be fun? My God, I am sweating just thinking about it. How silly, but so much fun. I'll let you know. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. By the way, if you don't mind and you like the podcast, please subscribe. This way, every week when I record, it just pops up on your phone. I don't annoy you. I don't send you messages. It's just an automatic release of the podcast. And it's right there on your iPhone or your Android phone. Or you could go to my website, sugarmom.net. I really have to take the time to upload some of these podcasts to my site, but there's a ton of them there. And there's blogs, pictures, videos, all kinds of stuff that will just make you giggle and nod your head and say, yeah, I get her. (laughs) And this whole thing started because of a book I wrote called The Diary of a Sugar Mom, which you could also pick up on sugarmom.net. And it's a very intense book. Actually, the book should be read while you're in transit so that you have to stifle your expressions. You can't let anybody see what's going on in your head while you read this book. It's very intimate, and it's a challenge to be able to do that. You should try it. If you want to ever reach me personally, you can leave a message right here on the podcast page right there, or leave me a couple stars for reviews, or email me. It's very private and personal. You and I are the only ones that will see your message to me and my response to you. Robin Marshall, sugarmom at gmail.com. Either way, it's good to know that you're there. And I thank you. I'm glad you don't mind my craziness. I'd love to hear about yours. It's Robin Marshall. Talk to you again. Bye, my friend.